have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. He's the former chief of staff of the Department of Defense. It is Cash Patel. Cash, how are you? Good to see you. I'm great, Joe. Thanks for so much having me back on the program. Always appreciate having you. GovernmentGangsters.com is the website. The book Government Gangsters by Cash Patel is available for pre-sale right now. I'm really happy that that's coming out now. Let's just get into all of it. Let's just start from the start because uh, even even Fox News and Brett Baer don't seem to understand that these documents the the former president had, he was allowed to have, and you have gone on record with me and several other places saying he declassified all of it. Did he? It's pretty simple. The president has, is the universal arbiter of classification. As the former deputy director of national intelligence, I happen to know that personally, but that's the rule of law. It doesn't change because the president's name changes and the president issued an order and don't believe me or, or, or your program, believe the letter that the president of the United States signed declassifying a whole host of materials on his way out that the DOJ just conveniently released after their months-long investigation and bogus indictment. Right. Now, they also subpoenaed me to testify in these grand jury proceedings, and I said, listen, I have no problem telling the truth. And that's exactly what I was talking about, the rule of law. And now we know between that and the Presidential Records Act, the president cannot legally be held accountable for any of this. Now, whether you like that move or not is not a legal question, but the Department of Justice is supposed to do what is legal or unlegal Illegal, excuse me. And that's it. But now they've weaponized it entirely. Yeah, but Jack Smith came out and he said, listen, there's one form of justice, <laughs> one set of rules, and it applies to everyone, Cash. So so we shouldn't take him at his word when he says that. No, just look at the Clinton sock drawer case. Look at Bill Clinton. Look at Hillary Clinton. Look at Joe Biden. Bill Clinton, is the from as a former federal prosecutor, Bill Clinton is the quintessential legal case here. The federal courts stop the Department of Justice and the NARA, the librarians, from getting secret recordings that President Clinton took from him when he was president and left the White House and hid in his sock drawer. It's called the Clinton sock drawer case. Yes. They affirmatively ruled he and any president has every right to take one recording or a million. It doesn't matter. That's the law. Of and course, they were highly classified, by the way. They're, they were his side of, of conversations with foreign leaders, for God's sakes. Yeah, and, and but that's the thing with the Presidential Records Act. It doesn't matter if it's classified or unclassified. I agree with you, it's likely highly classified, but it doesn't matter. The Presidential Records Act doesn't make a distinction to say, oh, you could take unclassed stuff but not classified stuff. That's not its purpose. And Biden and Obama, not Biden, Biden took it unlawfully because he wasn't president, but Obama's got stuff, Bush one, Bush two, Clinton. Nobody's been prosecuted. Where where did Nara think it got all this power? Suddenly the librarians, as you properly you know called them, suddenly they've got all the power. He's got something we want back. And if you don't get it back, then he's going to have to go to prison. Why, why are they so involved in this? This is all political, right? Yeah, of course. Nara is now, for some reason, referring people, presidents, to the Department of Justice. That's crazy. I forgot what happened to their referral with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And her three dozen actual classified emails when she was secretary of state, not protected by the Presidential Records Act. And, oh, by the way, destroyed evidence subject to a subpoena from Congress and the FBI, which is obstruction of justice. I must have missed those referrals coming out of NARA and the uh, FBI. But there's no two tier system of justice here. Nothing to see. And she's out there taking a victory lap and tap dancing on President Trump's bogus indictment 
Probably because she wants to run for president again, but we can talk about that later. Well, Jim Comey's out in the book tour, Cash. It's Cash Patel, fightwithcash.com, the website for his book, governmentgangsters.com. Go and pre-order that right now. When it comes to Hillary Clinton, as you know, in July of 2016, Comey comes out and lays out 14, 15 minutes worth of what she did wrong and why she's going down. And then he says, but... No prosecutor would ever prosecute the case. I mean, that's it. That, you said quintessential case earlier with the sock drawer. This is the quintessential case that she had no right to declassify anything. She had it all on a private server, wasn't allowed to. She broke all of her devices, either physically broke them or used a bleach bit, which is a software program to delete them permanently from the hard drives. And literally nothing happens. And the day Trump gets indicted, did you see her stupid tweet wearing the hat saying, but her emails? What is wrong with these people? The arrogance is you can smell it. Well, that's it. It's the it's the people that orchestrated Russiagate, the first get Trump narrative, have replay, hit replay over and over again, whether it's Comey or Clinton. And by the way, um, James Comey was director of the FBI, broke the law when he made the universal decision not to prosecute her. Nobody in the FBI is permitted to make a prosecutorial decision. Right. I know that as a former federal prosecutor. That province stands with the Justice Department alone and the Attorney General. Notice how they didn't do anything to correct him when he broke the law, illegally stated with whether or not she should be prosecuted, and then unlawfully stated the law when it applied to her. No kidding, he was an FBI politicized agent and director at the time who hated Donald Trump, and the only thing he cared about was James Comey. These actors haven't changed. It's the same creatures all over again in the Trump-Biden document scandal, in the Hunter-Biden probe. Every prosecutor on these teams is wed to the Democratic Party, donating millions, making movies, and all they want to do is get Trump, get Trump, get Trump, and they don't care the cost to our justice system to do so. And when it comes to Comey, not to even mention the fact that they were planting news stories so they could re-up a FISA warrant to keep on surveilling the enemy of Hillary Clinton, the the, 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 the rival in that election, just to keep that going. They lied. They lied constantly to the FISA court. Uh, Cash, should the FISA court go away? Should we, should we reassess exactly how those warrants are received? Because they did a circular story, as you know. They would do a story, make it up, plant it in Yahoo News, then go to the judge and say, look, Yahoo News just reported on it. Yeah, you're right. That was all in the Nunes memo that I wrote with Chairman Nunes then right. when we ran the Russiagate investigation. Look, as a former terrorism prosecutor who manhunted terrorists both there and as a civilian in the military, FISA does serve a purpose, but it needs a massive overhaul, just like the FBI. And 702 reauthorization is coming. And this is the problem we face when the radical left hijacks appropriate law enforcement intelligent tools to weaponize justice against political targets. Government wants an overcorrection because the public is crying out for it because they don't understand the mechanics behind it. Right. We can't get rid of the entire FBI. Who's going to chase down all the criminals? We can't get rid of the FISA collection process. How are we going to manhunt terrorists and people want to blow up our families and our way of life? But the people that are responsible are the Comeys and Garlands and Rays of the world. They need to be stripped of the authority to ever work in that field again and anyone like them. And there needs to be massive oversight halls. But that can only come from Congress, and I don't think they have the appetite for it. You know, I wish they would. I mean, I think you're right, though. It's Cash Patel, former DOD, um, uh, uh, the deputy secretary there. You also, you were deputy secretary of the NSA? I was deputy director of the Na uh, National Intelligence. I mean, come on. I mean, this, this is the guy who's in the know. You know what I noticed, Cash? You were on my show several times ago, and you said, I asked the January 6th committee to release my testimony. Why are they afraid to release your testimony about January 6th? Here... It speaks for itself. Whether you like me or hate me, doesn't matter. I was the first guy subpoenaed by the January 6th committee, 
and the very last transcript they released before they were disbanded on the eve of disbandment, mine. It's now out there because they wanted to hide the truth that Donald Trump authorized the National Guard, that we as his DOD were ready to go, but Pelosi and Bowser shut it down. They took us two years to correct that narrative, cost me 255 grand in lawyer's fees, but that's what they wanted to do, along with burying the truth. And I'm glad you bring it up again because they're just running this playbook over. And right now with the executive branch, they can run roughshod over Congress, which is exactly what they're doing, because I haven't seen a single member of this Congress stand up to him and say, we're going to take your money. You report to us. You serve the American people, not the other way around. I'm going to wait for it. But I don't know if it's going to happen. What bothers me so much is that they waited to the last day because they knew that your testimony blew the entire committee out of the water. Your testimony literally would have uh, any committee that was telling the truth would have said, we have no reason to have this. We could have averted this. Trump did put put some safeties in place. And Pelosi and Bowser said no. They had to hide your testimony to make the show of it that they did. They literally hired some ABC producer to make drama out of it. They could have shut it down day one because of you. They could have. I also, look, similarly got a subpoena in the Trump case. I want my grand jury testimony released. I want it out there. I got nothing to hide. They said, oh, you worked a immunity deal. No, I went into court and I said, I'm not cooperating with you guys because you have broken the justice system that I served and created a two-tier system of justice. If you want to force an immunity deal on me, fine, go ahead. You're going to learn the same thing. I'm going to tell you the truth, what right. I said publicly, and I hope one day that those pages come out too. The whole thing is just to stop Trump from running for re-election. That's, that's quite obvious. Um, but what you said about, about the Presidential Records Act is above reproach. You're trying to go after him, though, on the Espionage Act. And I had Mike Davis on, an independent reporter the other day. You may know Mike. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, and he does a really, really good job. He worked with Grassley. He worked with the Supreme Court. And he mm-hmm. says, Obama telling Medvedev, I'll have more leeway after the election. Let Vlad know. And we all heard him say it. That was highly classified what he said to Medvedev, and he's not in trouble because he was the president. He's allowed to. So the Espionage Act, by and large, doesn't apply to the president unless he's saying, here's you know, how to make a nuclear weapon, Iran. Do you want to buy it from me? Then that would be a different thing. Do you agree with that? Well, yeah, and I'll take it one step further. Mike's a brilliant man, brilliant legal analyst. Um, the Espionage Act and the non-disclosure national Dis- defense information portion of it, which they utilized to charge Donald Trump, in my opinion, their indictment exonerates him. It's a statute really? from 105 years ago. The classification system did not exist until the 50s. It's a statute that we used to charge sailors for swiping maps off of boats. Wow. So either Donald Trump mishandled classified information or he didn't. And they didn't charge him with that in the indictment because they knew they couldn't prove it legally because he was innocent. But in the indictment, they wave it around saying he had this and he had this classified. Irrelevant. The National Defense Information Act does not apply to a former president of the United States. That's the stretch. They want to charge him as a pirate, effectively, for going after um, the corruption in the justice system and FBI. They want to silence him. It's yet another form of election rigging. I'm glad you said that because just a couple of nights ago, and I don't know who it was, but some woman was on MSNBC, and she literally said that Trump was selling the codes. Trump, <laughs> who, who did he who did he show at his at his uh, resort? Who did he show the, uh, the the makings of of our Defense Department? I mean, they were they catch. There are people watching, and listening right now who don't believe you. They think that Donald Trump 
had the nuclear codes, which, by the way, change when you've got a new president anyway, and they change, they revolve anyway. Even if he had codes, they didn't do anything. But uh, there's no evidence that he showed anybody, no evidence he tried to sell anything. But the narrative is he did all that stuff. How do you, how do you combat that and defeat it? It's what we've been doing all these years. Your great program has courageously put this stuff out there. And we get labeled as right-wing conspirators. We don't care. We were right about Russiagate. We were right about January 6th. We were right about impeachment one and two and the Ukraine. We were right about how Joe Biden's being prosecuted or not being prosecuted, I should say. And we're right about President Trump's prosecution. Why? Because we tell the truth. And that's what the legacy media has failed to do. And that's why their ratings across the board, left and right, are tanking because the American public has woken up and said, wait a second, you guys lied to us like four times over, rigged multiple elections. That's not a right wing conspiracy. That's not a Donald Trump thing. That's a DOJ, FBI, United States government thing. You serve us and you lied to us and I voted this way because of your lies. I'm turning you off. And that's what they're doing, I think, in large part. Uh, Cash Patel, go and get his book. It's governmentgangsters.com is the website. Go and pre-order it right now. Also go to uh, fightwithcash.com, the former uh, chief of staff of the DOD. So um, uh, as we're watching this Biden thing unfold, um, the the FD 1023 that the FBI won't give up, they've let people now see it redacted, then unredacted. The redacted part, by the way, included 17 tapes that allegedly (laughs) the Bidens were talking to this oligarch about. Um, uh, But... but, uh, I don't understand why, if it's not classified, the House can't go over. The House Intelligence Committee walks over to Christopher Ray's desk and says, "Give me the document, or we're gonna we're gonna bring you up on charges." What? Why exactly does he think he has the power to not turn this over? He thinks he has the power to not turn it over because Congress won't execute and implement the power they have to go get it. Look at this song and dance that these some of these Republicans are playing. Here's a letter. Pretty please give us this statement. Here's another letter. You violated the six month deadline. Here's another nice love note. Please get us the illegality of the Biden crime family syndicate. How about you follow the rules of the road laid out by the January 6th committee? No letters, no phone calls, straight subpoenas. And when you failed, straight contempt charges. That's the rule of law that America learned the hard way. And these people in Congress who keep asking politely and then get stiff-armed by Chris Ray, then fail to impeach him for lying to Congress about that document's very existence, and then they redact out the fact that there's 17 recordings from a super credible source the FBI's had on the books for 10 plus years and paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to? Of course they don't want you to have it. And they've known about it since 2017. So unless Congress grows its backbone and takes their money like we did during Russiagate, when we issued 17 subpoenas and fenced it, this is what's gonna continue to happen. And I've given them, and I've been their biggest cheerleader in Congress, but I've about had it and I'm about to start naming names because I'm sick and tired of them going out there and claiming the media narrative on primetime TV without doing a single thing about it. I couldn't agree more. It is uh, Cash Patel. He's always a straight shooter. Go and get his book, governmentgangsters.com. Um, do you think the, 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 the plea deal today was a smokescreen? Because, I mean, this is nothing. The guy gets no jail time. Hunter Biden, no jail time, gun yeah. charges. I mean, if you and I had the same gun charge, we're facing prison. So was this a smokescreen? Hey, look, we got Hunter Biden. Leave him alone now. Partially. Um, look, as a former federal public defender, I represented hundreds of people charged with this type of gun-related conduct. They happen to be minorities down in the Southern District of Florida. And when you have this type of charge, not a single one of them got pretrial diversion. They went to prison for three to five years, and rightfully so. How is it that Hunter Biden gets this get-out-of-jail-free thing called pretrial diversion, which is never given in federal court, maybe .00001% of the time? You know what they did? They created a two-tier system of justice, even with the judiciary. 
They said, he's a drug addict. That's how you get pretrial diversion. No, 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 you can't retroactively claim it. So are you now saying Hunter Biden is still today a drug addict? Because that's how it works, not five years ago. And this is a two-tier system of justice run amok, but you're right, it's a smoke screen, but it also gives them the narrative to counteract the truth. Oh no, we have one system of justice. We go after everybody, the president's son, even though of course they're not, and he's never gonna spend a day in jail and he's never gonna pay anything to anyone for any of it. Um, while he stiff arms his child's child support, this DOJ and Merrick Garland, I guarantee you go out and do a victory lap later this week. And then they leave that little thing at the very end to, to, to know Republicans are gonna squish, uh, squish on it. The investigation is still ongoing. That I think is totally bogus. It violates the very Ashcroft rule for federal prosecutors that's still in play. You charge the defendant with the highest crime you have. You don't waver at the front doorstep. Yeah. And they may do a plea agreement, but I think they violated the Ashcroft rule and it's going to come back to bite them. Cash, I've got maybe 20 seconds left. Just tell me how this thing shakes out with Biden. Um, from the information I've gotten from you, from Rudy, from, from Mike Davis, just down the line, Biden is dirty. He's been dirty for a very, very long time. Is anybody going to pay for what is alleged on that FD-1023? Not unless DOJ takes the money of DOJ and FBI and gets these documents out to the public along with all 17 recordings. America deserves to decide at the polls with the truth not the FBI and DOJ. He's great. He's Cash Patel, governmentgangsters.com. Get his new book, Cash. Thanks a million. Let's do it again soon. Thanks so much. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Love having Cash on. He tells the truth. He's very direct about it. He says very directly what exactly the DOJ should be doing, what the Congress should be doing, what the Department of Defense should be doing. Real, really great American. And we love having him on. Uh, next hour is going to be Matt Whitaker. He's the former acting AG of the United States of America under Donald Trump. We talk about, can the, I ask him this question directly, can the Attorney General tell the FBI Director to turn over that document? It's very direct because, keep in mind, the person running the DOJ is the Attorney General. Attorney General answers to the president. Can the AG, can Merrick Garland today tell Christopher Ray turn over that document? He gives us a direct answer. Much more to come. 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com. Keep it right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.